What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is January 12th, 2024. The rigs are back on the bus. Um, it's been an eventful week. It's, you know, I think I've said this before, when you start a podcast, you don't, you know, it's one thing to have your sports news in the news and you, you deal with that, you know, in your group chats and this and that. But now, you know, people expect me to, to talk about the unfolding of the dynasty, the ending of Bill Belichick's reign in New England, and and what I think about that. Um, you know, I thought about what I was going to say today, and I, I still don't really know, so it's just going to come from the heart. But I'm happy. I think this is a happy day. It's it's don't don't be sad because it's over, but smile because it happened type of day. Um, but it's it's a reality check and and it's it's you know i think i read something about you don't you wish you were new you, you wish you knew you were in the good old days when they were happening because the good old days are over they're over um bill belichick amicably amicably parted ways amicably amicably parted ways yeah, you just yeah. You just didn't think the day would come. You didn't think the day would come with Tom Brady and but we still had Belichick. We still had Belichick and we still, you know, kind of had that, you know, grasp that four win season. The grasp of hope. And uh, you know, obviously there've been rumblings over a year about what was going to happen. Um you know, we we like Loki signed him to a secret extension last year. And 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 we had a bad season this year, and um, it's over, it's over. And um, you know, I think I texted you guys yesterday about just it's just through a time of reflection, right? It's I'm not really like I, I'm sad, but you know, obviously, I think we all probably agree in New England that there needed to be a change. But I think that you know, you kind of just really just take a step back, and you know. You, you, you kind of take your hat off and you sit down and you, you just kind of, you kind of just scroll through pictures. You you look at the memories and you're, you're just like, Holy cow, nine Super Bowls, six Super Bowl championships, a gazillion division titles, a gazillion AFC championships. Um, and it's like, where do we go from here? Um, we moved fast. We moved fast. I wasn't anticipating on talking about a new head coach this morning. Um, we'll talk about him here in a second, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, it was always in Bill we trust. I, I love him. I'm, I'm, it was, a, it was a tough day yesterday. I was literally watching this press conference. I, I had tears. It was sad. You know, I think it ended as well as it could have. I think it was very respectable that Kraft didn't trade him. He didn't think about it. Uh, I think Kraft handled it. Kraft, he's one of the, he's, if not the best NFL owner, um, one of the best owners in sports on, on how he handles it and credit to him for kind of knowing that he had to make a change. And, um, 
you know, Bill will always be a Patriot. And, uh, you know, it just speaks to the level of volume of, of really, truly, I know he hates this, but the Patriot way is so deep that you have, you know, you have Brady that came back this year and said, I'll always be a Patriot. Bill Belichick said, I'll always be a Patriot. Vrabel came back in the middle of the damn season. It sounds like it might have got him fired uh, for his Hall of Fame induction. Just, you know, speaking on the, the, the franchise. I mean, it just it, the roots run so deep in Foxborough that that P, you, you you your little Jets brain can't even wrap your head around it. It, it, it really like, I know you you don't want it, but it like it, it it's in it's in our DNA, it's in our blood, and so that's why I'm <laughs> that's why I'm thankful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, P, you don't you don't go, go to nine it, Super Bowls Dean, by accident. Over? I thought it was ten. Uh, can we can we fact check that? I'm pretty sure it's ten. Ten Super Bowls. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, thanks for fact checking. I might not. Um, yeah, is this over yet, Dean? Are we done? Because I I got some. No, thoughts, hold on. But hold on. This is like this is the longest soliloquy I've ever heard. I, I'm like a minute into it. We're like eight minutes in, Rick. We're like I, four and a half minutes in. Yeah, we'll we didn't have a pre, we didn't have a pre-show meeting. We Overall, did. You just did not attend, and that's another story. That's that's another segment. Yeah. Story for another I, time. To wrap this up. Thank God. Man, I am so thankful. I'm thankful. Like I said, I wish, and I texted you guys this yesterday, I wish you could have experienced and experienced how I feel right now. Just the thankfulness and sincerity of. I'm thankful. This, guy's, this guy is at the helm of some of my best memories in my entire life. Um, and so to see that guy, you know, move on. To, to see the, the that chapter officially close, you know it's um, it's it's bittersweet, but I'm I'm so thankful. I'm thankful. Like I'm so thankful to be wearing this logo on my chest. I'm thankful. This hat on my head, uh, and for me just to blue bleed, um, you know, blue and red uh, for and the rest of my life. Uh, again, if we never win another Super Bowl. If we never go to the, win another AFC championship, I'm gonna be okay with that because Bill Belichick. I love how you say that. It, you play, you ask, no, I, Pete, I really no, no, Rick, Rick. Ask Cowboys fans that if they if you ask them that in the '90s, if they never won another one after the three I, with Jimmy Johnson, are they they'll have, and now look at them 20, 25, 30 I don't, years. Later. We don't know any like fifty year old like the Cowboys fans we know are like our age and they don't they barely remember. Them. Like I will always I've seen them. I, I mean, was, the, Rick, the first the first three you were like under ten years old. Yeah, so. I was on. I was under. I was under. I was under ten years old. But like, I I have seen them in my adult life. Twenty years ago, dude. I mean, it was, you, you much, it was in 2009. Again, anyway, again, I'm I I came out on this podcast today. I'm not. I, I'm happy. I'm zen. I am. I'm. I'm happy. I want to. I want to link arms with you. I want to. I want to cry. Um, Time check, Dean. I'm, I want to just I want to say, hey, six man, and a half. Holy cow! What a run! Thank you, Bill Belichick. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you, Robert Kraft. Thank you, Teddy Bruschi, Rodney Harrison, Gerard Mayo, Richard Seymour. Why are we talking about Eon guys that retired Brands. 15 years ago? Oh, like what's up with all these shoutouts? Yeah, no free ad. What happened to no free ads? Unbelievable. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna all put right, myself about, on let's you. Let's talk about Michigan. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put myself on mute, and we, and we can. I want to hear your thoughts on on the situation. 
it's the same thoughts I've had for the last six months that it was time for, for him to go. The Patriot way is dead. Uh, I think he will coach again. Uh, I do credit Robert Kraft for not trading him, but in the same breath, Robert Kraft owned one of the worst franchises in the whole NFL before Brady and Belichick got there. He That dynasty pretty much helped him build Gillette Stadium, uh, grow the franchise exponentially as far as the value of it from like a $600 million franchise to a $5 billion franchise. So I think him eating the 20 whatever million he owes Belichick and not trading him, letting him go on good terms is a good move. But if you take a step back, he's made a shit ton of money off these guys. So uh, probably the right move and not a selfish move. So respect to Kraft. Glad he was able to get out of the massage. That's the, the Patriot way, Pete, in a, in a microcosm. That's the Patriot way. You know, I, I'm just happy he was able to get out of the massage parlor for the for the press conference yesterday. Um, for real. Yeah. But, hey, they're just bringing in another Patriot way guy, which is just awesome. Because, you know, Gerard Mayo is going to just try to replicate what Bill did. Um, and it's just going to be another five five years of mediocrity, which I'm excited. Because, I, like I said a couple episodes ago, Welcome to the bottom, dude. You're you're sitting at the bus stop with us again, and it's nice to have you. It's really nice to have a company. Um, can't sit here and brag about my team because they they freaking stink, and they always have. Found a stat yesterday. I sent you guys. Jets only have two division championships, division titles in the history of the team, which is just a, a mind-boggling stat. Um, and they were within a four-year period, for that matter. But neither here nor there. Congrats to Bill on a great career. It's it's a shame that the last four years were just really just rough, rough. Um, and I, I if he goes somewhere, like you better hope it's with a good GM because he obviously doesn't have the eye for ta- talent development um, these last you know five to eight years. And you better hope he brings Josh McDaniels and isn't throwing you know his son as the OC or something like that because without McDaniels, without Brady, without a star quarterback for that matter, he's been. Uh, Pretty average, I would say, and grumpy. But congrats to Bill. Wish him luck. Um, just not that much luck. So yeah, I'll leave that there. Not as not as much luck as he had the last twenty four years. I mean, he was pretty. I mean, the way that Brady worked out, he was pretty lucky. Yeah. Credit to him though. He kept he kept Brady on. He was the four string quarterback. You don't keep four quarterbacks unless you got an inkling. So I, I give I give Belichick credit there. Built a great defense, but the last, the last couple of years have been hard on the eyes for. Yeah, you've said like twenty times. Uh, yeah, I'll say one more time. It's been tough to watch the last couple of years. Dean, yeah, I- I'm yeah, interested I'm... to hear what you think because I think yeah. you know Pete's Pete's just got his I ass thought... kicked by this guy for a lot. So I Pete's gonna I be a little sour was... grapes. I think but... I think all my statements were very fair, Dean. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I- I'm not sure this has been mentioned, but I think the last few years have been pretty rough for for Bill in New England. So. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But in, in all seriousness, I mean, Rick, you made the comment yesterday that you know. That Pete and I were just we we've been rooting for the downfall for a while, but it's like the Pats have the Pats have not been good for a while. Like pretty much like the COVID year, whatever year it was that Cam Newton was there, it, that kind of signaled like the downturn of the Pats. I, I know that they made the playoffs what like two or three years ago and then lost like 41 nothing, but the Pats that terrorized Pete and then like kind of in the early 2000s terrorized like my whole team. We still beat them every sure. year these last years. Sure. We, we just beat minus, you guys last year. Minus the last one, but that didn't sure. count. Yeah, that sure. one doesn't count. Oh, yeah. You moved back in the draft position when we moved up. So. But it's like, that 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 boogeyman has been gone for a while. And this is just, I mean, I've made the reference before. Like, Bill, like, this Pats team, they were kind of like that 
that old dog that is just like you had a lot of good memories with them but they're not gonna learn any new tricks they're not gonna be like that springy puppy anymore it's just it's not gonna be the same and it's like as soon as you kind of get on board with that you can you can move on i think gerard mayo is stepping into a tough situation though (laughs) trying to replace bill same as like with whoever's gonna replace like saban at bama like when we get to that like these are mammoth shoes to fill and you're just like well have fun with that because i i wouldn't wish that on anyone trying to to fill the shoes of a guy who won six super bowls i don't know if you we ever see a coach coach at one place for 24 years again like i know tom one's at 17 that's seven more years people are calling for his job now right like yeah maybe tom one gets there but i just think that the patience is low with these owners um I, I read an article actually that Robert Kraft had a, a Ian O'Connell, I think, is a new New England reporter for for ESPN. He had a, a meeting with Robert Kraft a few years ago, and everyone in Robert Kraft circle thinks he should be in the Hall of Fame for having a deal with Bill Belichick for 24 years. They said there was years at a time where Bill Belichick would walk past Kraft in the hallways and not even acknowledge him, just walk by. Like the guy was a total ass and. He kept him around because he's a he's a genius, right? He's a great yeah. coach. But man, let's not glorify a guy that's a grumpy old man that doesn't have respect for his boss or for his. Boss. All right, hold on. Hold on. A lot of times, other this coaches and his peers. You're just you're going up one report. Did you watch like Ian O'Connell's been around the franchise for I don't, twenty years? I don't care. I, a lot of people didn't like like oh do we watch past them it's like, who cares? like come on Pete. we're it's, we're Rick, a better Rick, podcast if you owned a, if you owned the patriots and your coach walked by you every day for Pete. a year didn't didn't even acknowledge you that wouldn't make you mad every every day they, uh, I, this is hearsay I, not, I, this did you watch the press conference yesterday yeah do they, you think they they they, they, they put on a good so face res- they put oh, on a good okay. face for each other. all right but i'm i'm just not i'm not I, you know what bill Belichick, i'm not here for the slander today we can do that we can do that next pod we're gonna honor him. We're gonna uplift him. We're not gonna talk about oh yeah, we walk like that's a non-story and that's ridiculous. And we we're better. Than that. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. See, we're be- we're better than that. See, so, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say, the only other point I have to add here is Rick. It's a slippery slope when you start talking about you don't care if they win a Super Bowl for the rest of time because we clown on Pete every week during baseball season for the Yankees not winning since '09. No dynasty since he, like the, the end of the nineties. Like yeah. I'm just saying, like, let's be careful. We get 20 years down the line, you're, you're gonna be, and we're oh, still gonna be doing the pod. By the way, we so will. We, we'll be clapping yeah. on you for you know 30 years ago. We had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So I think I say that just careful. because, like, yeah. No, I, I I know. I don't. I definitely don't want to end up Pete, and you know we don't have loser owners like the Yankees. Um, and so. I th- I just say that because it's like I, man, I have yeah. like House Steinbrenner, loser six, six Super Bowls, like yeah. How could you ever, you know? I mean, the Yankees won like I got five of those before color TV, and and so I got five um, rings in my life. I I I have been able to celebrate with alcohol during these Super Bowls. I remember them. I didn't um, know you were an alcoholic. That's all you care about. And so <laughs> and so. Well, Dean, I hope. Let me be very clear. I hope they win more Super Bowls. I I have a hundred percent faith in Gerard Mayo that he's going to get his back um, because he he did grow up in the Patriot way. Uh, we'll talk about him here in a second. Um, but I, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful.
I'm very def- thankful. A defensive mind in the Patriot way in an offensive driven league. That's very far okay, away okay. from I, the Patriot. I, way. I, well, Why well, are you allowed to have an opinion? But I can't. I can't talk. No, 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 no. You can. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Are we ready to transition to Gerard Mayo? I'm ready to stop talking about this in general. Gerard Mayo. Yeah, I, I don't ready. think it's going to work. So there. There's my right, any. Hold Mayo. on. Did Dean? We can't. Dean. Any last thoughts on Belichick? Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm all good. All right. So this morning I wake up. You guys break a lot of news to me. I think I think I woke up and I saw your guys' text. Uh, it's in the, And I saw that Gerard May, less than 24 hours that they were at the podium with the former head coach, has been hired. Uh, Gerard Mayo has never been a, any sort of defensive coordinator, assistant coach. Uh, he's a linebacker coach. And, um, you know, there's rumblings. Vrabel just got canned. Uh that would have been so, a perfect fit, by the way. I would have loved the Vrabel hiring. I 100% agree, Pete. Um, but it's the same thing, Patriot way and a defensive guy. So I, I've I've read a lot of this morning that it was like essentially con- con- contractual that he was the next head coach. Like it was it was always him, and I think when you put it in the contract, you don't have to like interview other people. So I don't I don't think they expected Belichick to go out this year. I mean, the Jared Mayo is 37. I mean, he's like only six years older than us. He'll be the official youngest head coach, uh, beating out McVay by a month. Um, obviously, he's, he played all, I think, 13 seasons in New England. Very well-respected. Very well-respected. Everything, Everyone loves this guy. But as Pete said, the NFL is not a defensive league. It's a quite the opposite. It's a, it's a very fast-paced, innovative, offensive league. Um He's he's getting the keys to the kingdom. Uh, Bill left him, I think, with forty million in cap, cap room, cap space, and the number third overall pick. Uh, I don't have a lot. I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much. I would have loved Variable Pete. That felt like too good to be true. Almost like, what are the chances he gets fired? Like, but Kraft had his guy. He didn't. He didn't call Variable. So Pete, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing to cut, cut off. I'm, what are we talking about? Yeah, I don't think he's got. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. The guy's never been a, like a, even a coordinator before. So, I think the roster is a long ways off. I yeah, think you got no. Like, you got no quarterback. You got no like, no running backs. I guess Ramondre Stevenson. You got no receivers. Your offensive line is average. Your defense is good, not great. So. I think now it doesn't matter who the coach is. You, like Dean said, you have a lot of a lot of holes to fill. But go ahead, Dean. Sorry. No, I was just that, that was pretty much all I was going to say. It's like I think I I'm not sure if Mayo can can be a good coach, but I think he's not coming into a great situation. Like <laughs> the Patriot way is going to have to carry a lot of water for all the holes on this offense. The defense has been has been trying to carry the load, and it's not good yeah. enough to do that. And the division obviously is is tough. So it's like you know. Until they figure out what they're doing on offense, it really it starts with this draft, starts a free agency. We'll see what happens. Like, who's going to be the GM? I don't know. I don't know. They're in the beginning. I don't is, know, there, guys, is there a worse wait. situation to go coach besides the Panthers than the Pats? Like, the Panthers is the worst. Let's let's all agree there. But the Pats has got to be the second worst situation. It's really – guys, I'm not here to sugarcoat it. Like, we are a bad football team. Like I, I, I'm not, you know, I've been very clear this whole season. Like, we suck. There's a million holes. 
Um, this, this, the very small silver lining is we have the number three pick, which we cannot mess up. And we have a lot, a lot of room in cap space. But yeah, we have, we, our offense is in shambles. We need essentially a new offense. You have no um, coordinators anymore. <laughs> there are no coordinators. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of work to be done. There's no GM. There's no GM. But we have our, we have our pride and, you know, we're, we're going to got Gerard Mayo <laughs> and we have, we have Gerard Mayo who again, well-respected can't find a bad word about the guy. I, I you know, I'm going to put all my faith in Gerard Mayo and I believe in Robert Kraft and, but yeah, it, it's, it's a very daunting hill to, to climb up. Um, Can we all agree that like, this is the best coaching pool we've seen and probably 100%. since like 10 yeah. years ago when it was like Gruden and Cower and all those names were getting thrown around. And you got Harbaugh and Belichick and take out Belichick. The the Pats went with the, the, no, no, I'm not I'm saying for the Pats because they wouldn't rehire oh, Belichick. Yeah, yeah. The Pats went with Gerard Mayo, a, co- a guy who's never coached before. Got all these great names floating around. Hey, they didn't even call anybody. I know. That's franchise malpractice, is what it is. Which is becoming it, it, the, the, it's becoming the new Patriot way, how they operate. This makes a lot of sense. So I mean the Patriot way is going to be the joke of the century in like in 10 years. The Patriot way. It's going to be like the process. And it will never be in Philadelphia. No, but Philly, <laughs> Pete, we won six Super Bowls off the Patriot. I don't understand that. Well, we're going to be living in the present moving forward, not the past. And just like the Sixers kept saying every year, it's the process. It's the process that we're going to keep hearing from you. It's the Patriot way. It's but the process didn't win anything. And the, and the Patriot way won't win anything anymore either moving forward. Okay, we're splitting hairs, but I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Pete, in the in the in the hotbed of coaches, it it was an TBD. Maybe we struck gold, and maybe you didn't. Maybe we didn't. We don't know. I don't know. I yeah, I know. But but we know, Rick. All right, are we done with the Pats? Yes, twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. 21 minutes. I mean, it's big, it's it's big news. It's big. It's big news. Yep. All right. Um, try the next biggest story, Saban. Saban. We got to talk about the national championship at some point. I mean, I think Saban's bigger than the national championship. All right. Talk to us about the national championship, yeah. Pete. Pete. What What'd you see? I think. Here we go, Pete. Go blue. That's all I got to say. They just dominated them in the trenches. Michael Penix looked. I hope the Patriots draft him now after last week when Rick was saying he's his guy. Um, clearly can't handle NFL blitzes, clearly can't handle um, tight coverage in the secondary because Michigan's defense just totally mm-hmm. controlled that game. Yeah. Um, and their run game for that matter, right? I mean, they ran the ball down their throat for four quarters. Like it was embarrassing for Washington's defense. We knew Washington's defense wasn't great. We saw Texas put up a lot of points against them, but that was mostly throwing the ball. We didn't realize how bad their front seven was with how Michigan ran the ball down their throat for four quarters. So uh, I think we saw the best team win. I'm happy for Harbaugh. I think it's 
part of his legacy that he needed when you think about his dad and his brother all winning championships. Yeah. Um, Finally won a big game. Pete, your, 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 your take has been vindicated. First yeah. on the scene, Pete. He's won everywhere it, he's gone. It, it, yes, he has. And officially, I, I will say this. His interviews are a little cringeworthy, man. They're, they're yeah. tough. They're oh, tough. Yeah. But that's, that's just who he like. I feel like he wasn't like that when he was with the Niners and with Stan. Like he he's gotten a little weirder over the years. He, no, for sure, Pete. Yeah, he's like, uh, he, he does everything not to answer the question. He's like, hey, talk to this guy. Talk, talk, yeah. talk, talk to JJ. It's like, it's like he's on drugs or something. Yeah, but I think honestly, dude, like he he's a weird. I think he has like Aspergers. I mean, let's not accuse. Let's like I don't know. We'll have to fact check that. <laughs> Let me go to WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it's I think it was cool. I think it was cool for Michigan to be back on top. Just some really good characters on that team as far as like stars go. I mean, Blake Corum is just fun to watch. JJ's got a ton of swag. Um Roman Wilson, I mean, didn't have the greatest game, but just a, just a good group of uh for a for a college team to have kind of characters like that. Because you don't really define college teams by players, I feel like. I feel like it's more of the team atmosphere. Maybe the quarterback's a stud, but the rest of the – unless it's Alabama, I guess, with their receivers. But for the most part, it's usually like, hey, man, that team all around is just badass. But there was some good individual contributors on this team. It was fun to watch all year, man. They won some big games. Obviously, like the coaching thing, losing their coach for four or five games, winning, and then beating Ohio State and rolling through the playoff. Like, it was a good story, good storylines this year. And although they were number one going into the Final Four – I still think they had, you know, a lot of headlines around that team that made it fun. That it wasn't just like, oh, Georgia yeah. won again like last year. You know what I mean? Very refreshing. Yeah. Good I do want to. I do want to maybe take something I just said. I don't. I don't think it's Asperger's. I just said that. Okay. He's, he's realized what Asperger's is. <laughs> well, they said he he might have undiagnosed autism, but that's that's again unconfirmed. Look at yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Go blue. I mean, fun, fun season, fun bowl season. Very the, fun season. The bowls that mattered, and uh, Mayo Bowl. We'll see where Harbaugh goes. I think that's yeah. That's so. Does this? Oh, go ahead, dude. I was gonna say, I don't think it was a good bowl season, and I don't think it was a. I don't think it was good playoff either or national championship. What was your guys' favorite game of the college football season this year? <laughs> I mean, it was I so, loved, it, a Texas Washington game was electric. I would say, Dean. I feel like I feel like I can look, look at Dean's eyes right now. He's he's got I, a bear trap open. That's not my it. favorite though. <laughs> I have my favorite in my. Dean's, head. I haven't said it yet. Um, no, no, no. I, I think either Texas Oklahoma, or TCU CU, or Washington Washington uh, Washington Washington State. Those are my three favorites. Yeah. Ohio you, State Notre Dame. The rock fight. Oh, oh my god! That was a thousand Love that game. No, I, I agree. I think Texas OU. I'd say, unless another one comes comes to me, I just say, oh nowhere. I'd say that was my favorite game of the season. Well, that the Oregon like, Washington games were good. Guys, did we forget the TCU CU game? Like I know Steve sucked, but that was a crazy game. I mean, it was week one. I mean, I thought CU USC was a great game too. You see, you couldn't uh, fully yeah. come back, but but like TCU was literally back, like back forth, back. It was like a ping pong match. 
Yeah. That was back when CU was building culture. Yeah. Dude, what a doesn't that feel like ten years ago? <laughs> For like, real. When you were wearing Buffalo's gear. I, I had Pete, I had to. Whatever. <laughs> the company that took me is a sponsor of that school. I had to. So if 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 the Patriots were playing uh the 49ers in the Super Bowl because the 49ers oh, stadium boy. is a Pepsi pour and well the so is Patriots and, and and Pepsi Pete, brought you and it was in Levi Stadium, you'd have to wear Patriots gear. Wear, no, I would wear Patriots because they're no, Pepsi. But, but it but Pepsi's taking you and it's in the West Division and it's 49ers. I wouldn't go. At Levi Stadium. I wouldn't go. But you went to the CU game. But I don't have I have no dog in the fight. If if C was playing Purdue, I wouldn't have worn that. Okay. Yeah. Any other no. thoughts on the national championship for you guys, though? Um, it's a little underwhelming. Like, yeah. a little underwhelming. Penix. I mean, I, I read some things that, like, some people diagnosed Michigan's defense, and they're, like, the the way these guys were running their, like, um, schemes and passing guys off, like, it was like an NFL defense. Like, it was, like, head and shoulders above anything Washington or college football for that matter has seen just the level of detail in these guys. And like, they were just so like, you know, I mean, Penix looked, he looked like Mac Jones. He looked horrible. Um, you know, he was holding his ribs half the game and you know, these guys are just absolute beasts. Um, so yeah, I'm happy for Michigan and I just always have PTSD from when Purdue played Michigan in the big 10. Like those fans are just like brutal, man. They're just like, it was loud. It was loud. It was like a Michigan home game. I'm just still confused as to whose idea was to have the natty in Houston. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you guys see the, the, the roof was leaking pregame? The roof was leaking, Dean. Uh, Second year in a row, leaked it's an old stadium. Yeah. At least, so, at least, no. SoFi has a deal like where like it the rain it's half like, of it, yeah, in. sideways. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, some architect like, man, this is gonna look really sick. Yeah, they've had the natty in weird spot. They had like an Indy, Santa Clara. Houston, so five. Next year is going to be so sick that the first round of college football playoffs at their home is going to be at the home field. It's going to be awesome. It's adding two more games though for everyone. That's in yeah. the playoff. Yeah, it'll be like they'll have to go fifteen and zero, which is a lot. I mean, even like the undefeated te- the teams that when they're they get the bye, they still. I guess it's, it's one more game. Conference, those, right? One more game for those folks because there's still there's four rounds to it. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I think we're struggling with the math on the, on the tournament again. Yeah. We're not math people. Darn it. But I say, I mean, we, we talked about it last week. Like, this college football will never be like this again. Next year is going to be vastly different. And then who knows mm-hmm. what happens after that? Like, it's in the transfer portal stuff's only getting more and more wild. And now you have Saban gone. It's like, dude, I. Dude, it's I don't even crazy, know what to think man. about next year. Honestly, just, I got a little sad seeing the Pac-12 sticker on the back of Washington's helmet, knowing that it was done. Yeah. What's going on, Washington State and Oregon? Are they just like do they have a schedule next year? Yeah, I think they're like playing like Mountain West opponents or something. That's dude. The, the yeah. Does it does it feel like this? Like this past week, I think I texted you guys. Like, it feels like a bit of our like child, like our. Our football as we know it is just gone. Like Belichick and you know all the quarterbacks, 
college football is different. NFL is different, right? I think I, I saw this morning that it's the first time since 98 Manning or Brady isn't in the playoffs. So it just feels, you know, it feels a little different, guys. Do you guys, do you guys feel that? Oh, yeah. Like, and I think, honestly, when you look like at college next year with no Saban at Alabama, that's going to be – I. I honestly, I guess Bama, I think they were the preseason. They were like the early number one or whatever, I think, in some of these, like kind of those way too early polls. And now it's like, who knows? They've got they guys. Already, they already had guys transfer, right? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like, I guess anytime the coach leaves, there's like a 30 day window for, yeah. for, for guys to enter the portal. And yeah, they already had like a top 10 recruit bail. And like, we'll yeah. see. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, the SEC was going to change a lot already with texas and ou coming in like, i think that was already going to be wild but now it's like i think i think like the patriots i think bama is going to be in for some rough years because i would not wish it on anyone to have to come in and fill saban's shoes like saban was mm-hmm. god at alabama and now you gotta come in and replace him i'd want to be the guy who comes in to replace the guy who gets fired after replacing nick saban yeah i read that not i don't want to be i don't want to be the first man through the wall there. Yep, yep. So, all right, I was a little surprised that Saban left, to be honest. I, I read the articles. Sounds like it was time. He was not feeling as well going through the season as he has in years past. But unlike Belichick, it felt like Saban still had some fire. Like, oh yeah, fired up, right? And maybe it's just being around 18 to 22-year-olds versus 24 to 35-year-olds in the NFL. But, man, oh, man, like Saban still had it. Right, like you, you saw the passion. I, I feel like you hadn't seen that with with Bill these last few years. So um, I think it's a good time. He, you know, he he kind of essentially went out as on top as you pretty much can. Yeah, without I mean, winning. I mean, like people forget, like the standard with him was just so high. I mean, he had like every single one of his classes that played four years won a national championship it's crazy so like and obviously i mean next year would have been another kind of tough year for them because they obviously you know they would still their quarterback situation was still shaky but they Mm -hmm. always have a super talented team you know they're going to be you you know they're going to be in in the mix so but man it's it's one of those things like he's 72 years old like you you step back and you realize, like, like, damn, like, you wonder where the years went. Like, you're so used to him being there, and he's like, damn, like, he's he was getting up there in age. And it's like you start looking at some of these other coaches. Like, I know, I know, Bill's been around a while, but you know, you start thinking about these guys just getting old. So it's like you, yeah. you know, the clock's ticking. I think it's what I read also is that it was getting harder and harder for him to, I don't want to say lie to recruits, but. When they all ask for, hey, are you going to be here for my all my three or four years, two years, whatever it is, mm-hmm. for him to sit there and just guarantee that he's going to be there that whole time? He said it was getting harder and harder to have those conversations, knowing that the end was getting close. Yeah. I was a little surprised, you know. I guess that the fact, like, if they didn't make it to the college football playoff this year, does, do you think he walks away, tries to come back, and at least get it, get to the final four, or get? Yeah, to the I don't know. I think I think he was done. I mean. I saw some clips of him during the season. Like, didn't you guys just feel like he was like in a better mood and like smiling? You know, like I saw like his last home game at Brian Denny. He was like waving and like these guys are too calculated to like. I think, like I think he knew this was his last year. 
I think all the recruiting. I, know, I think, could be wrong. I think being a college coach though is much more grueling than being an NFL coach with all the recruiting. Yeah, like that has to go on with it. And no, I agree. The NIL is throwing a whole another complicated wrench in everything. So yeah. I think Saban was like, before this NIL shit gets out of hand, it's already out of hand. But before it gets really out of hand, I'm I'm just gonna call it quits before this 12 team playoff even starts. Yeah. Solidify my le- my legacy. No one's gonna tell me I'm not the best to ever do it. And we're yeah, good. yeah, it, it, perfect way to go out. Definitely a little, feels a little different than Belichick. Um, so with that being said, a lot of names being passed around. Alabama, Pete, as you said, top two job in college, top three job in college football. Uh, but with maybe arguably number one, you know, throw Texas in there, but. Biggest shoes to fill ever as a college coach. I think it, that's the only thing that makes it not the top one job. Yeah. You could maybe make an argument that like you're coming into criminally high expectations. That's but if you that was st- my thinking. Yeah. Strip that all away. It's like and these I don't fans think are in their place. They're lunatics. They don't have as much I don't I don't know how it all works, but I guess they like have a I want I want to say it's a a billion dollars of like not NIL funding, but some sort of collective, poc- yeah, whatever they want to call it. And I guess Texas is like forty billion. Like they're like, yeah, they have like, like yeah, appa- they have apparently Alabama's bucket of money to work with is much smaller than some of these bigger schools. So like the years that the NIL wasn't in existence, like people just came to Bama because they knew they could win there. I think now that money's involved, yeah, Saban's probably saying, well, it's not just going to be. They're all going to come here because they know we can win here. It's going to be, can we also pay them what Texas is paying them? And I got a prediction. All right, prediction moment, Pete. Here we go. Make it good. Steve Sarkeesian. No. And Arch Manning come to Alabama. No way. <laughs> Pete, there, Pete, all right. So Why not? Get, Pete, think about this. Like, Sark, if he goes down, it's, he, it's like a guy jumping in. So the alligator, like at Texas, he's like the 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 ground he he walks on is praised because he got into like the, the cultural like his expectations go from so much higher at Alabama, whereas Texas, like it's a great job and he has like if he if they make it to the cultural playoff, he's happy. Whereas Bama fans are pissed that they lost in the Rose Bowl. I think there's more job security at at Alabama. You see, saving state. 20 years, 15, 20 years. Yeah, because he won six titles. I know. I mean, in Texas, though. It's pretty good job security. Texas moves through coaches pretty regularly. Um, I think if they throw the bag at him, I don't think it's out of the question. Dude, if if they get win that Sark is – you just said they have $40 billion. They'll be like, uh, okay, whatever Alabama matches you, we'll pay three more million than that. It, yeah. Is it worth it to them, though? If they can go get a coach for half that price. But if you're Sark, say. why would you leave Texas? I'm just saying. Him but he, he did coach. He did coach at Alabama for, I think, a season or two. Maybe Lane Kiffin. I think. I think. If you do the eye thing again, that was scary. I think Lane Kiffin makes the most sense. I love Dan Lanning. How? Let's talk about Dan. Dan Lanning is so. I he's my favorite college football by a mile. College football uh, coach. Like there's, I mean, Dan Lanning's in Tuscaloosa. Dan Lanning's in Tuscaloosa. There's a plane from Eugene to Tuscaloosa. I was, I was in deep on that. And then he comes out with a video, and he's like. The grass is greener in Eugene. Like, how that was so. Did you guys see that video? I heard about it. 
I mean, dude, uh, that's, I was that that's awesome. If you're at Oregon, how are you just not like, dude, sign into a lifetime contract, build the statue. Which conference would you rather be in as a coach? Like in the new, the new Big Ten or the new SEC? Big, Big, Big 18. Big 18. Hundred percent. Even with Saban gone and now Alabama possibly being a mystery box. Honestly, put me in the SEC. I don't want to mess with the Big 18. Why? I just think it's going to be easier to get recruits down there. Better competition, more visibility. I think the Big the Big 18. They got some big names there, but Harbaugh goes away. Ohio State's going to be the class. I think the SEC is going to have all eyes are going to be on the SEC next year with Texas and OU joining it. So if I'm a player. I'm going to the SEC, mm. best conference in America. I think it makes Kirby Smart's job a lot easier now that Saban's gone because when you think about it, the only guy who's beaten Kirby the last couple of years has been Saban, and now he's gone. And and now I, I just feel like now that Saban's gone, a lot of those recruits, I think I feel like that that's just more recruits that are going to go to Georgia. I think Georgia's becoming the new Alabama yeah. in that regard. So. The Big Ten is going to be interesting because, like, you have the Midwest recruiting grounds, but then it's like Oregon and Washington are still going to have their deal out, out on the West Coast. Yeah. So, I, mean, I think the days of having, like, dominant few teams in the conference is just gone. Like, it's not going to be Alabama and Georgia because there's now there's just too much competition. Like, someone's going to get knocked off, even Georgia, by having to play Texas, OU, Alabama, all these – Tennessee, all these teams every year. They had to play – some of them before, but now you got for the Big Ten. Michigan only had to worry about Ohio State pretty much. Now they got to worry about Washington, and Oregon too. Perennial top ten teams. So Perennial. I think you'll see a lot more um, change every year in in the crown moving just because of the way it's set up. Yeah, yeah. In Ohio State is returning like a ton of people. Did you see that, Dean? Yep. Uh, I saw Amika is coming back. Amika, um, Marv is not. I mean, I'm. Marv is not. Megan was trying to tell me that. Oh, Marv's got his massive nil uh, nil deal to come back, and I'm just like, no, he's leaving. <laughs> he's gonna go top three. He's leaving. He's, yeah, he's going to the league. Yeah, probably going to Chicago. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think we we, we want to dive yeah, down that know, rabbit hole t- yeah. today. I, yeah, that's not a rabbit hole we want to go down. How, um, but yeah, Big 18, SEC, um, lots to think about. It'd be interesting. I, I love Oregon, though. I'm all on uh, Oregon's my, besides Purdue, who's probably just going to get kicked out in the, at least in the football conference. They're going to need like the Purdue's and Northwestern's to keep like the, the academics up. Yeah. The they, like, we're like the GPA. Yeah. Builders. None of these schools that are coming in are great with academics. So Purdue and Northwestern, we still have our niche. And they need us for basketball. So yes. Yeah. That is, yeah, that con- is uh, congrats on carrying the academic crown for the for the conference. Football. Basketball we're head and shoulders above there on the big big eighteen. Someone's gotta do um, it, Pete. All right. Pete, congrats on the I think Pete did say Michigan was his team this year, so I mean, Pete. Michigan and Texas. Those are my two, those are my two favorites to start the year. So, I mean, would you rather take a Michigan title or a, a Yankees title? Uh, uh, Yankees. Okay, uh, 
I'll ask another one. Michigan title or Jets division title? Jets division title. Did you have a future on Michigan? I did not. I did not. I did uh I did throw a little future on Washington though before the Texas game started. So it kind of hedged, hedged my my large wager on Michigan. Um but hey, Michigan won, so it didn't matter. Didn't matter. It was Congrats. plus six hundred before that game started for Washington to win the Natty. Crazy. Anyway, um on the Yankees before we move into the NFL playoffs, Marcus Stroman. I love it. Do you like it? I, I love it. it. I, I hate it. it. I hate it. <laughs> I love I, it. He's not, he's I, probably gonna be good. Let's I be know, honest. Hey, he if he pitches well, if he yeah. pitches well, my mind will change. Historically, the guy's been the biggest nozzle of all time. The guy's he's a knucklehead. A, he's a train wreck. He's an he's, absolute train wreck. He's, he's gonna be good. But you know he's a he's a ticking time bomb. Like it's it's not if but when this dude just explodes on the zoo. Yeah, I mean he's he was an all star last year, and then the second half of the season he just totally deteriorated. Um, so yeah. again, we paid him less than I think Giolito got, and he had a three four ERA last year. Giolito had like a four six. So I think the deal is a good deal. You got to worry about the guys, what's going on between his ears, though, because he's literally came at Yankees fans saying, like, he's better than all of our starters besides Cole and bashed the Bronx. It's not wrong about that. Yeah. That was years ago. This was years ago. That sounds like good analysis. I'm just scared that it starts going down the path of chaos because this guy just got Twitter fingers. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, he makes Lance McCullers look like a, oh, like a schoolboy, dude. Yeah, he yeah. makes Lance McCullers look like he's in preschool. Yeah. But honestly, credit to the Yankees for doing something, dude. I mean, on it, like it's 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 more than a lot of teams are doing. Um so. yeah, you could sign like Kevin Euclid, one of the most hated people ever, and, and make it work. Johnny Damon, like, hey, maybe it works out. I'm not saying hated people as far as what Strowman's hated for. But I'm saying, as a Yankee fan base, we didn't like those guys. And they worked out. You know? So, I, I think the Yankee fan can move past some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, Johnny Damon and Matt – or Kevin Euclid weren't, weren't weren't about to spout out. I mean, Euclid is a no, firecracker. He was, he was very well-behaved. Strowman's in literally – he's a, he's a lunatic. I know. I'm worried. Compared to Marcus Strowman to Kevin Euclid. Strowman's I mean, like – is a he's bit got of some a very stretch. high highs. Like when he's pitching well, he's he's great. But when he's pitching bad, it's that's what he's I getting. I can't mouthy. wait to watch. I can't the, wait to watch. The this. guy grew up in Long on Long Island, and he's a Yankee fan. He was a Yankee fan growing up. So yeah, they're all Yankees. And his dad's fans. like, I don't know if you've seen a picture of his dad. His dad's a, like a bodybuilder. He looks like David yeah, Robertson. He's, he's big. They, and he's his muscles are the size of your head, Rick. So he's a big dude. I didn't see that. It's just it's an interesting dynamic. I don't know. I don't know. I hope it works out, but the Yankees needed to do they needed to add pitching. You so did that. You look yeah, at you added quite a bit. If you look at his stats. Take Who was he on before the Cubs? Was he on the Blue Jays? The, the Mets. The Mets. The Mets and then Blue Jays. The Jays. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be interesting. Gonna be interesting. Um yeah, nothing else to report baseball wise. I mean, we didn't we didn't really get to talk about Lucas Giolito. <laughs> it's like that's the the big piece of the Sox offseason. Yeah. 
in in this mythical uh, mythological lineup that you posted the other day, if they got Solaire yeah. and Rick discovered, uh, at least they got Devers. War, a, a new stat for for Rick wins above replacement. Guys, pitchers and catchers report in 30, 33 days. Yeah, that's great, dude. I don't know, man. This it's. I didn't say this earlier because no no one has sympathy. It's a it's it's been a hard four years. Like, and I'm not just saying that like tongue in cheek. It's legit been a hard four years in Boston. I I don't think it's been very hard. It and it continues. There's no the the only thing we have is the Celtics, who still haven't done anything for you since 08, which continue to break <laughs> our hearts. <laughs> Unfulfilled promises. Yeah. So you don't have the Celtics. I mean, that's like saying I that's like saying I have the Yankees. Some similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've actually won a championship more recently. So, well, you haven't been the World Series. We've been in the NBA Finals. Oh, congrats. Is it better? Congrats on your second place, your second place medal. Thanks. We got our absolute doors blown off last night. All right. NFL playoffs. No one cares about that. All right. Here we go. Besides us. Besides us. NFL playoffs. I want to start with this question. I was thinking about that. Can we start with the music? The Fox music? Yep. Dean, pipe that in. Pipe it in, Dean. Dun, da, da, dun. We've got a lot of like acapella yeah. this. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you think a season, like your whole season, right? We watched. We watched, you know, our teams, you know, 18 weeks out of the year. Do you think that it's hard for me to fathom, right? I'm talking about a few teams, pretty much one team in particular, that you're you're really one of the best teams all year, and then you have to go on the road, and essentially the weather is going to determine your your whole season. Um, Dolphins. Dolphins. These at, These weather reports this weekend – are absolute insanity. Um, you know, obviously the Dolphins, you know, whatever. They, they play in Miami, but, like, it's going to be, cool, like, with the wind chill, like, minus 20 in Kansas I City. Minus thir- I saw minus, minus 30. Minus 30. I saw minus 30, yeah. I mean, that that is, like, at that point, you're just, like, that's not really, I mean, I look, I, no one loves, you know, I'm a Pats fan. No one knows cold weather more, but, like, minus 30 is, like, a, that's a, that's not like thirty and snowing. That's like you're just trying to like you know Survive. not get not get killed, not, not get hypothermia. Yeah, like legit. So it's like you know I I don't have any sympathy, but it's like man, if I'm a Dolphins fan, you know you lose to the Bills and then and then you 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 know you're a game away from your you know it's just crazy. So and then in Buffalo they might move the game to Philly because it's supposed to snow a gazillion inches and it, they say you can't get to the stadium. I think you got to play in Buffalo. I don't care. I I agree. Don't move it. Just don't you know get the teams there safely. Fans, you know. I think yeah, I, did somebody die trying to go to the game like in Buffalo a couple years ago? They like their cars got. St- I don't know, man. It's. I don't know who's coming up with throwing out the, these ideas of like alternate locations for playoff games, but I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that. Like, no, th- like part of the deal is like that you get home field, and it's like for the Kansas City game, they're like, oh. Like move the game to Indy, and it's like no, 
I love how Indy's always available. Indy's barn's always available, man. Yeah. yeah. No one play. No one plays that. There. It's always Indy. That that's un. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. Hey, Jim, can we use the barn? Hey, <laughs> J- Jim's not feeling so hot. Right. I think he always says right no. Now. He's like, yeah, no. We're doing uh, volleyball uh, tournaments or something. Yeah, no. He his band has a concert there. Yeah, probably. sorry, man. <laughs> I think I think part of the home field advantage is well, obviously the fans, but I think it's also like being able to stay at home with your wife and kids and like yeah. get to the stadium and not have to sleep at a hotel. Like I think that's all part of the home field advantage too that people don't think yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say it's like if Miami didn't want to have to go on the road in the playoffs, should have won last week like all right but let's uh, have avoided on. this like that, that's always been the deal here what if it was a hurricane we wouldn't be saying this if it was a hurricane like, like if a hurricane you know it's not hurricane season i don't think i, I took a weather say, course i was gonna say it's not hurricane season but i yeah I, it's hypothetical if it's like a oh, hurricane's come to miami no one would blink twice if they moved it to like new orleans or something yeah, or a hurricane is like a natural disaster Hurricanes like quite well. Quite so a bit is different. so is snow. Not like a hurricane that's taking out buildings. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like Rick. Like it's, it would have to be a very, very severe like blizzard. It that's what they're deemed. That's and even then, it's about. not the level of hurricane. Like, no, I think it's the same. I think I think that's a good example I just came up with. It doesn't matter. No, like it's no. Yep. You haven't. <laughs> I, I've been I don't know why Houston, you're on the side of moving the game. That's how. That's how I, I know. I'm, that's how I know you're not cold-blooded northeastern person. Look, because oh, we got some snow. We got to move the game. When? Hey, hey Pete. Pete. No, no, no one knows cold weather better than Rick. No, right, I, I. You know what? It's, he lives in a state with three hundred days. Low is seven degrees right now. I look. I'm freezing in my office. Look. He lives in a I, state with three hundred days of sunshine. So he doesn't. When I play Madden, I'm always turning on snow. I am Same. for a snow Same. game more than anyone. Remember that Detroit Lions game? I think it was, it was in Philly or what? Where where uh, Alvin Johnson just gets that his just face is full of snow. Or I, it may have been Buffalo, honestly. I don't know. But I look, nobody loves snow more than I. I'm gonna be very clear. Put that in the title deed. But if you can't get to the stadium, what's the difference between that and a hurricane? If you can get to the stadium under all circumstances, the game should be played. But if you can't get to the stadium, you just gotta have you, the right vehicle. Hurricane is much more dangerous than snow. Like not even remotely close. <laughs> Dean, like most, yeah, like a, I, but we're not talking about just snow. It's like saying a what rainstorm else is a hurricane. About, like it's a it's a generational potential blizzard. Okay. Like a hurricane's different like than we're... a rainstorm. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. The Buffalo area is used; they're used to storms like this. It's not like it's going to be snowing like that in my in Miami, guys. I, I well, look, maybe I'm I'm getting too far down this road. I think the game should be played in Buffalo. Almost, I I was just saying, I was kind of playing devil's advocate, and saying if it was a hurricane, everyone would be like, "We'll move it." So, what's the difference? Hurricanes much more dangerous than just some snow. Okay. Snow is an inconvenience. Hurricane is like it's dangerous for people. Like they're telling people that when when they're telling people in that city to like shelter in place and stuff during like a snowstorm, then maybe we can start. But Dean, I think that's what they are saying. Where? Oh, 
I mean, is Peter? We have to kick him off the podcast. What the hell's going on? You, wait, what are you doing? God, Pete, you are you are out of time. Pete, out Dean, now. make Pete edit this one. You guys couldn't talk for th- seconds. Oh, I didn't know you were leaving. I know. I went like this. Like, keep going. Okay. All right. I took a piss. Hey, list- you're officially out of time. You're out of time. All right. Yeah, for the listeners, I we thought just you guys could get through 30 seconds with, with each other. Whoa, Dean kind of talked about it for hours. I just, we just didn't know if you were like mowing the grass or. <laughs> no. I think, you know, taking out, out your Christmas. You don't have to tree. cut this out. Just keep it in. Yeah, no, no, we're, we're keeping it. We're letting everyone know that you are now out of timeouts <laughs> for okay. the remainder of the half. Yeah, Pete's always thinking this is third timeout. Um, anyway. <laughs> A lot to get to. Uh, a lot of good games this weekend. Um, we have a, you know, we have um, Philly Bucks, which I think is. Uh, I'm going backwards here, but I think it might be the most intriguing game. Cowboys Packers. I'm just doing these all by memory. Chiefs Dolphins. Um, Texans Browns. Did I miss any? Rams Lions. Rams Lions. I mean, Steelers Bills. Yeah. Steers, Steers, Bills. We just talked about the Bills stadium for for that long. You forgot about that game? (laughs) Yeah. Um, You get Browns, Texans? Yeah, Yeah. I got Browns, Texans. Packers, Cowboys? Yep, I got that one. Good job. Um, Jets, Jets, Pats? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jets, Pats. Mark Sanchez. Um, I mean, we also, we kind of got a little bit of like a bonus playoff game last last week with like kind of like the Colts, Colts, Texans. And the like, Dolphins Bills, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Dolphins Bills, like the, those were not two really good games. Playoffs, but, yeah. Well, I mean, playoff type at playoff implications because now Buffalo's at home in their element, and Miami is uh gonna be freezing their ass off. They're wearing their aqua pants too. Man, how do you not wear all white in the snow? I don't know, man. Feels like a missed opportunity. I mean, they yeah. want they want two to be able to see his receivers. Yeah, I guess it goes both ways. They're not, not going to be, be thrown. And it's not going to snow. <laughs> Tyreek's return to Kansas City. A lot of storylines inside these games. Yeah. Um, let's, just, let's, let's run through them quick. I mean, all right. Which one do you want to start on? Let's start on Cowboys-Packers. I think kind of a bad matchup for the Cowboys. I think they're by far Ooh. the better team. But I think... Green Bay is going to play like they have nothing to lose because they don't. No one expected them to be in the playoffs with year one of Jordan Love. Yeah. And that bodes not well for Dallas, who's got a lot to prove and needs to make a playoff run if McCarthy keeps his job. I think the one perk, Cowboys being at home helps. They have played fantastic yep. at home all year. Yep. Um, but, man, the pressure. I think this is the biggest game as far as, like, one team's got a lot of pressure and one team's got zero. Yeah, like, would you guys? Yeah, I mean, they maybe, got nothing to lose. Maybe the I don't even think the the Philly Bucks game because Philly was in the Super Bowl last year. So like Dallas has so much to lose. Yeah, Philly's got lots to lose too, but we'll get there. Yeah, I agree, Pete. Um, I think thirty five fourteen. I can't get that out of my head. Um, no field goals. I might honestly just give that as my pick, just to pick the exact score thirty five fourteen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Cowboys. And it's gonna be an all-time uniform matchup. Cowboys wear their aways at home or their homes or however you want to see it. So it's they're gonna the Packers are gonna be wearing their green um inside the dome. It's gonna be a great uniform matchup. And um, you know, first time in the playoffs since uh, the Dez 
The Dez game in 15? Did he catch it game? Wait, first home game since that? No. No, oh, since oh. first playoff game. Rematch. Well, say like, first playoff game against the Packers, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I thought they had a game since then where the Cowboys were home again and then Rodgers beat them a few years ago. Yeah, he may actually be right. That's my quarterback. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Dean, any thoughts? No, I, I agree with everything. I'm gonna my upset pick this week's gonna be Green Bay. I like Green Bay. Like they, they really? play really good defense, and, okay. and Jordan Love's been playing really well. And you know, I I think Dallas is going to feel the pressure in this game because I, I, I agree. Yeah, Dallas and Philly have the most to lose by by going out by by losing this weekend. Yep. Like, so shout out, shout out. Even the Bills, here. like the Bills, don't have a ton to lose because it's like they really weren't supposed to make the playoffs. If you look at at Week Ten, so yeah. All right, yeah, that's Right, yeah, sorry. we're getting off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go through all of them. Um, shout out Packers Nation. We have a really loyal listener. Um, yeah, Jack Burke. From, from Milwaukee, the heart of Wisconsin. Probably drinking spotted cow listening to this. Born and bred. Born and bred. She said, out of the womb. Yeah. Um, we'll be thinking of you, Jack. So. Yeah. He's, a big, um, he's right. a big Wisconsin fan. He's a Badger, too. He's not, not, a, not a Michigan fan. No, he's a Michigan man. He's a Michigan man. So Not, not anymore. Badgers are his like third favorite team, so um, I think he's a flag. Anyway, um, all right, let's go back in order because uh, I totally went out of order. Browns Texans, I love this game. I think so it's gonna be a great game. I love actually every game, but Browns like Texans. I mean, C.J. Stroud, Joe Flacco, um, and NRG. Dean, are you going? I might be. I might be in the building. Really? Didn't make it. Didn't make it to the national championship, but may be making it to, to this game. Uh, yeah, I got my, my old roommate's a, a big Browns fan, and he's going. And if uh, if his significant other is not able to go, I will be in the building. Does he listen to this? Uh, I, I don't think so, but he, he, he may have to start listening now because I, I haven't I haven't talked to him much lately. I didn't talk to him until like this week. So that's cool. Um, we'll see. Boots on the ground again for the rigs. Yep. Yep. That. Yep. Yeah, I, love the, I love the Browns in this spot. I love I, the, I the, Bra- yeah. the Browns beat the shit out of them in Houston just a couple weeks ago. So it's one of those like yeah. interesting. Like, was Stroud playing in that game? Stroud did him. He didn't play though, right? Stroud. Yeah, I don't think no, did. but but it, like it was like the Browns hung like a, a shit ton of points on him, and we know the Browns have a good defense, so. I think the we'll Texans see. are going to hang in there. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I just think as long as Flacco doesn't turn over the ball, the Browns have the better team. They're going to win. Do we know the update on Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper? Are they both playing? I know Moore was like heavily concussed, so I don't know if he's going to be back. Very but I would concussed. assume Cooper is going to be back. Yeah, we'll assume that. I, anyway, I, I would that assume up. he is. David and, Joku. is. David and Joku, anytime touchdown. That dude's a beast, man. Um, all right, moving right along. Saturday night, it's a night game. Just the, the fuel in the fire. Um, Dolphins, Chiefs, first uh, game on a streaming platform. Peacock. Fucking you guys Peacock, got, man. Do you guys got Peacock? Nope. Dude, I'm I'm on meth streams for <laughs> instead of Peacock. Yeah, God, me too. Dude. Yeah. Gotta love crack streams. Yeah. Yep. Um. 
we kind of covered this game, but I mean, Chiefs got to win this game, right? I just think the Dolph- the Dolphins are just too banged up. I think if yeah. every, both teams are healthy, no matter what the weather, I think the Dolphins won this game. My yeah. only concern, I think the Chiefs are it's just not their year. But the Dolphins are so banged up, like yeah, it's scary. Like yeah, there's just no world in which the Dolphins win. Like yeah, bad matchup, bad environment, banged up. It's just it's all pointing towards Kansas City. And it's only like, four. I, four doesn't feel like enough. Yeah. I just, well, because with the snow, you got to think there's just not going to be much scoring. So it's like, yeah, you know. It's, it's true. I mean, the Dolphins have been a far superior team all year. I think four is potentially too much. Really? Have the Dolphins been a superior team all year? Allegedly. I mean, I thought I, I saw something where it's like the Pats have beat more teams over 500 than the Dolphins did or something. Oh, don't tell Pete that. Got to fact check that. No, I think it's, it's true. Because, that's because the Pats beat the Jets when they were 4-3. and three. Yeah, you guys yeah. were good. <laughs> nice. Nice win for the Pats there. <laughs> Big win. Uh, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. The Snowmageddon. Everyone's counting out Mason Rudolph, man. Dude, he's on. He's so good. I think they're just going to run the ball down their throat. And the, the Bills' defense is banged up, too. I mean, it's been banged up all year. I like the Steelers. I don't think they're going to win. I think they covered nine and a half, though. I really do. That's a yeah, massive nine, line. Nine and a half. Just like I said, the snow in Kansas City, nine and a half feels like way too much, man. You grind it out. You win 20 to 13. You don't cover. Yep. But, okay, it should, be, it should be a fun game to watch, though. I think they're all going to be. You made, the, you made the comment about Buffalo, like not having expectations. I low-key think that that's a savvy job by the Bills this year is to disappoint everyone early on, so everyone gets turned yeah. off of them. And now it's like now there's yeah. they are somehow they entered the year. They were like Super, Super Bowl, Bowl favorites, Super yeah. Bowl contenders, and now entering the playoffs, they they're playing with house money. I'm like, what are we talking about? But really, a I agree. Class. I agree. I, I that, that's brilliant. Yeah, Sean, uh, Sean McDermott might be playing for his job this this week. So, yeah. it's definitely a little messy. I feel like they lose to the Steelers. They lose to the Steelers at home. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um. Um. um all right. We already talked about. Uh, Cowboys, Packers, Rams, Lions, probably the best storyline of the, the week. This is my favorite Stafford matchup. Going this home, Jared one. Goff, revenge game. We know Dean just loves offense and no defense, so this is his favorite matchup. Well, I think a lot of most people do, Pete, with respect to I'm, Dean. I, could, I, couldn't, I can't wait any longer for this KC Dolphins matchup and Bills Steelers. Like, give me the rock fight. Give me it. Yeah, so gross, Pete. How do you just like sit down on your couch and be like, "Yeah, I can't wait for no points." Like that just <laughs> that just doesn't sound fun. It's it's for the yeah, love like, of the game, Rick. Pete, you're a sick. Oh you can't appreciate. Can you not appreciate a no hitter in baseball? It's the same thing. Pitching a shutout. I mean, when yeah, it's like I, a no hitter. Yeah. <sighs> What's well, a no hitter against like the athletics? No, I do not appreciate the no hitter. How do you, I like, appreciate every no every no hitter. I don't care who it's against. What about a combined no hitter? I, 
I still think it's impressive. Not as exciting as an individual, but it's impressive. What about a perfect game from a domestic abuser? Can't take away what they do on the field. Obviously, All off right. the field, he's a bad. Off the field, he's a bad guy. But this pod has just been like a, per, a, 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 a million a, sidetracks. Guys, a, a perfect game. I don't care. Who's, I don't think anyone's listening. If, I think yeah. I think we're good. We can, if you're listening, you you already know what we're about. All right, go ahead, Pete. Rick, perfect game. I don't care who's throwing it. Impressive. No hits off on the field. Lots of hits off the field. I'm looking at the, like the tickets, the ticket prices for all these games. This we Detroit... go. It's like thirty. It's like thirty. Oh, no, no, no. I was gonna say for this Detroit Rams game, it's like tickets as low as three seventy two, yeah. and everything else yeah. is like you know tops like a hundred. I mean, this is this is where like we'll really find out if it's still the old Lions or if it's the new Lions. Yeah, this is a massive game for Detroit. An absolute massive game. Win. Yeah, for the better right. team, both sides of the ball. Like, yeah, this is the opposite of house money. Like, <laughs> if they yeah. don't win, it's probably the most pressure, the... right, for them to win. Yeah, oh. I think the Cowboys have the most pressure still, but the Lions have a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's it's... gonna be a fun one though. I enjoy points yeah. too. Yeah. I also, I also enjoy a defense. Oh, though. okay. Just Check that then. Yeah, he like he still does like points. Yeah. Um. All right. Eagles Bucks. Lots to talk about here. We've talked a lot about house money and who's got what, but the Eagles have just absolutely imploded. Imploded times a million. You got Jalen Hurts being like, I haven't thrown a football since the game. Um, Sirianni might as well already be fired. Belichick's going to the Eagles. Eagles fans are like, Yeah, we've already lost. Take. We're taking uh, the Bucks and the plus three and a half and this and that and dude, what it what happened? Less than a year ago, you're in the Super Bowl. Sirianni's crying before the anthem, and now they want his head. We still gotta got win. a football game to win, boys. Gotta win, man. They gotta win. I mean, they cannot, I don't know if they that would make them happy. The they cannot lose to the Bucks. Uh, Peter, are you kind of sensing what I'm like? Maybe you're getting a little different vibe from your friends, but what I'm seeing is like they're just like they're like, yeah, we're gonna lose. That's what Philadelphia fans do. They just do the reverse jinx. We're the worst. We suck. We are yeah. gonna lose. How do they play? And the when victims? they win, they're the loudest fan base in the world. So, so if you think they win, they're like, all right, Super Bowl is back on, or do you think, oh, we're just going to like the Cowboys or whatever? Yeah, no, same, yeah. standard practice. This is standard practice for Philadelphia fans. <laughs> Standard how, operating how, procedure. How are the vibes in your group chats? It's been quiet about the Eagles since that last that last loss. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, a lot of this team stinks. We're going nowhere. You know, AJ Brown is AJ Brown going to pick? Yeah, I think he will. I mean, all hands on deck, right? But shit, man, the team is just the, the offense is struggling. The secondary is just god awful. I if mean, they lose to the Bucks, is, is Sirianni out? I don't know. I think it depends how you lose. Blowout L. The problem, Rob. the problem is right. Like the Bucks have great receiving core. Baker's looked not great the last two games, but if they turn it up like they played weeks ten through fifteen, and their offense is clicking with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and I, I, I like, the like Bucks. they're gonna, they're gonna, 
they're going to tear up Philadelphia secondary. Yeah. Like their they receivers are for these games, man. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, they uh, got another team. They just have nothing to lose. The Bucks. I really they got nothing to lose, yeah. man. Baker's got nothing to lose. Todd Bowles got, has nothing to lose. None of like it's all just. You're a Todd Bowles guy, right? I hate Todd Bowles. <laughs> hate Todd Bowles. Pete's hate for Todd Bowles. This will never, never get old. What's, what's your issue with Todd Bowles? Oh, he, he wasted five years of my life as a Jets coach. Did he waste Did it or the GM wasted it? Stood, stood there, stood there emotionless for five years. Cool, calm, cool, and collected. Pete inherited. Rex's team took us to one playoff run and saved his job for four years after that and just sat there with his arms folded as we won three <laughs> games every year. That's what sounds like, sounds like he's Rex's a survivor. No. No. He, he went right back where he belonged after the Jets, and that's a defensive coordinator under Bruce Arians, right where he came from. Super Bowl champ. Meanwhile, Super Rex, champ. Rex is on the ESPN desk. Dude, that dude has the fakest teeth. Have you guys seen Rex's teeth? <laughs> dude, he can light up a room. It's so bad. Dude, they're like, <laughs> they're I think so he's, skiing, he's skiing in Colorado right now. I heard an interview yesterday. Right. I would not peg Rex Ryan as a skier. He said the person he was with, his wife, uh, tore her ACL on the first day. I don't think they're big skiers. I don't think they're big skiers. Tearing an ACL, dude. Just tearing an ACL is like a non athlete. Sounds like the worst thing ever. No, Achilles. Achilles as a non-athlete. Yeah, Achilles, like you wouldn't even be able to walk. ACL. Well, ACL, you you have to have – you both have – yeah, I mean, Achilles would suck, yeah. Like so. Let's go to picks since we're an hour and a half into this thing. Well, not – some of – not our fault. Some questionable clock management. (laughs) Hey, time out. Let's reset the game clock to 25 seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wish. Yeah. All right, Pete, you want to start us off, pal? Yeah. So I'll read off the records. Uh, overall, I am 32, 20, and 2. 12 games over. Went 3 and 1 last week. Rick, 31, 29, and 2. Two games over 500. Yep. You went 3 and 5 last week. And Five, two of the five were the Jags and Broncos AFC Championship futures that did not cash. And gosh, uh, they didn't even make it to the playoffs. Dean is a flat 500, 30, 30, and one. Went one and three last week. So, All right. Fade Dean might be coming back to life here soon, depending on how they Fade, fade Dean crowd is licking their chops. Um, all right. I'm in, so, I'm in. Go ahead, Dean. I was just saying, I'm in purgatory right now. Regardless yeah. of whether you're with me or fading me, you're yeah. still losing money. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, the, house the, is making, the house is making the money. house. Yeah. All right. All right. So I got four picks, all NFL, wild card weekend. One of my favorite weekends of the year. Just football from Saturday afternoon till Monday night. And I'm just going to breathe it for three days. I mean, straight. it's like our last full dose. Like next weekend, we only get a few games. I mean, you get the same amount of game. Well, I guess you lose two games next week. So we're not good at. I don't, I don't think we. We're, get we're the not same good at bracket math. math. We're not good at bracket. Pete, math. Pete just stop. Pete, with trying to figure Pete. out the bracket. Well, we don't get the same. This ain't round robin, Pete. All right, Lions minus four. I think they take care of business. I think it's a great game, high scoring. I think Jared Goff gets a little Rams monkey off his back, and Dan Campbell gets the win. Give me Browns money line versus the Texas. Uh, Texans in Houston. 
Bucks plus three over Philly. And I will take Steelers plus nine and a half. So week of the, the dogs for me outside of the Lions. Week of the dogs. I guess the Browns are technically they're minus one, I believe. So yeah, yeah. Browns. We'll call favorite. that a we'll call that a pick 'em. Dean. All right. I was rapid fire. I Browns, money line, Chiefs. What what, what do we say the spread wasn't that four? Four, four and a half. Yeah, Chiefs minus four and a half. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo. I, I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus nine and a half. Uh-huh. Buffalo wins. Um, Green Bay taking Green Bay plus seven. Um, fuck, I'm going to come back to that Lions Rams game. Uh-huh. I'm taking I'm taking the Eagles money line against uh, mm-hmm. uh against the Bucks. Classic minus one ninety bet. Hey, when, when you're thirty and thirty, when you're thirty and thirty, you gotta find you gotta find a way to build momentum. Uh, Rams, Lions. I'll go with the Lions minus four. I say I think the energy in that building is going to be insane, and uh, maybe a little bit of heart there at the Lions, but I, I want to see them win. So Lions minus four. I don't know. We were picking uh, all the games. Give me Cowboys minus seven. You got it. And give me Dolphins plus four and a half. You got it. I'm fading Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Pete. Those are very nice. The whole, the, whole, the whole reason that I pick after Pete is so I can take some of his picks and try to try to get try to find some winners. Yeah. All right. All right, Ricky. I already got you down for the 35-14 exact score bet. Lock. Pet. All right. Uh Browns, <clears throat> Browns money line, Chiefs minus four and a half, uh, Steelers plus nine and a half. You got my Packers pick, Lions minus three, and Bucks money line. That's pretty good, huh? Shoot, I missed one. What was the uh, you got Buck? What was before the Bucks money line? What was the the Lions one? Is it Lions minus four? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All, All right. right. Any shout outs? Shout, shout out to out Big, Rig, Big Rig Nation. <laughs> shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to shout out to the social media team. Yeah, can we talk about social media team? No. I mean, I no. I cleaned house. And then we're breaking news. We get a, a text from an anonymous listener, probably our number one listener's wife, found out by our social media about Belichick. Shout out Christine. Yeah, they're all getting a ra- they're all getting a raise. Yeah, I didn't sign off on the Belichick post for the record. But, and the social yeah. media team doesn't care. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of unilateral decisions being made by the social media team. Yeah, the social media—it's so, also- a binary also, department. No, there's a very checks and balances. You know, three branches of government that we you know we have to abide by before we post anything. It's very fair and unbalanced. Yeah, unbalanced is the right word. It treats everyone the same. We commended Judge for hitting home runs. Um, uh, I think we posted about. Um, Careful! I think that was that was the previous the social ones, media department. The ones, yeah, so that was the old that was the old department. Yeah, they're all yeah. fired. Yeah. What about why nothing on Strowman? Uh, it's, yeah. I'll, well, I'll, I'll talk to him. <laughs> see we, I'll see what we can cook up. So. All right. Well, 
if you made it this far, um, no money today, no money today, but you can have our picks. You can have our picks and yeah, that's uh, free money. So thank you for riding on the bus today. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend. Stay warm if you're going to the Buffalo game um, or Kansas City for that matter. So uh, we are the Big Rigs. You are a Big Rig Nation. Peace.